Hello guys, how's it going? This is uh, Davis and I'm back here with Brandon for another episode of the uh, M3 pa- uh, podcast. I'm again into my new little studio area here. I got my Captain America, a little bit of stuff. I have, again, as I said, I need to get a better way of putting some of the stuff up. I've noticed I have some things that are falling down and everything already, but I am still going to be a little echoey. I'm just forewarning. I'm still in the process of putting some sound panels for this room because there isn't really much in this this small room, so it's a little off right now, but it will get better. Um, we are talking back with Brandon. I haven't had a conversation with him in a while, actually, now that uh, I did the guest plus Dallas last time. And um, yeah, so he is going into, he's been playing uh, Pokemon Snap and that's good. That's pretty awesome because I, that was a like nostalgia game for the N64 when I, yeah. when I played it, right? So I, I remember playing that a little bit and you had to like throw the apples and everything. So we'll get to see how like the, it different, how it's different now compared to how it was back then. And then I have a couple yeah. other news stories. Um, there's some controversy going around with amongst like uh, black creators on TikTok and everything. Cause some people, there's uh, people trying to get Superman to be black which I kind of get, but I don't at the same time, but I'm white, so it doesn't really hurt me much, but I get where people are coming from, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, there is a new like prequel G.I. Joe movie talking about, uh, what's his name, Snake, Snake Eyes, so uh, that's what we're going to watch the quick minute-long trailer there and give our thoughts on, on that. And a little bit, I have a little bit of news thing on um, the new show that's coming out. So instead of How I Met Your Mother, the show that had, uh, what, eight seasons or something, eight or ten seasons, pretty popular show. But now there's a new show, How We Met Your Father. So I don't know if that's going to be any good or going to be picked up by Hulu. So uh, we're going to kind of lead into that a little bit and go from there. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. But so, yeah. Where should we start? Uh, how's it been? Uh, how's it been going? I haven't uh, <laughs> said, like I said, I haven't talked to you in like two weeks now. I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been going good. Um, my my weekly streams, looking at new game trailers. Uh, still keeping up with that, and it's been fun. Um, and as I mentioned, like right before we started recording, I also started streaming the new Pokemon Snap game. Um, and that's just been uh such a nostalgia trip, but. It's not just like for the nostalgia factor. I think it's also like a standalone good game, which I can talk about a bit, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I'm still chipping away at this like game dev course that I've been working on, and then hopefully I can start working on the actual game that I want to build within a few weeks. So yeah. Ooh, nice. Going good. So you have the full kind of story more developed a little bit better now, or? Yeah. So um, what? I, I was facing this challenge early on when I was like thinking about how to write my story because um, I kind of want to make like one of the main features about it that you can really like start from five different places and then choose the next place to go to and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, how do I write that into a story? But I just ultimately decided to like, okay, make a preset path, write the story that way, and then swap things out in the actual game when I do it just so I like know what the story playthrough would look like okay uh yeah so i managed to there's gonna be seven chapters and i finished like the first chapter so i'm getting there <laughs> well they're, they're, that's the, every what does it say every journey of a, starts with a thousand no every journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step yeah i think yeah. that's the same something like that so yeah or 
every step journey uh, book goes with one word sentence uh, two plus two kind of thing. And, and every bowl of popcorn has a single kernel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, the usually like the first step's the hardest, and uh, I feel like I'm at least taking the first step, so yeah, I can feel good about that. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the thing about like anything in life, right? You have to be willing to at least to at least try and do something, right? Like yeah. uh, that's a, that's another thing I I want to talk about. I completely forgot that I wanted to mention this in, in this episode. Um, as I've said before. Kind of slightly said before, I don't know if I've mentioned actually on an episode or if it was just conversation-wise, but I'm in the process of trying to turn this uh, channel on uh, YouTube into a bit of a like filmmaking channel a little bit. And uh, so I'm in the process, I'm actually kind of in the process of starting that this year. So um, you know um, My Hero Academia, right? Because we've, yeah. yeah, we've talked about it before. Um, yeah. You know the uh, sports festival arc? Yes, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, so that's one of my one of my favorite scenes from the entire show altogether is uh, Deku versus uh, Shoto, and yeah. um, so I'm in the process of getting some people together and getting some little pieces here and there, potentially getting someone to produce. Even I'm trying to do a live action version of that scene. Yeah. For this channel, oh, you you did mention that to me before, and I had a question about that. <laughs> uh, have you had an experience like shooting anything similar to that or like action scenes or something kind of choreographed before? Or is it going to be like, no, figure it out as we go, figure it out as we go type, type thing. I, I do have enough experience of, of like directing and kind of figuring out, I, I think, um, the closest I have worked on like a, uh, short film in school where we had, um, like a little bit of makeup and like sci-fi aspect to it. But, um, I, I I know enough people that are more experienced that can probably at least give me ideas on how to choreograph a little bit better. That's another person that I still need to kind of reach out to is try to find someone that's a better, like, fight choreographer. Because the thing is, I'm kind of, like, literally, I set up to be, like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. I have no money because it's literally my YouTube channel that has, like, very little subscribers, so I'm not making it with any money. So, but everything that I've gotten has been pretty positive feedback so far. I have quite a few people that are interested in acting. I have one person that's reached out that wants to help with the VFX, so I have to see how well this person's uh, experience is and I would have to kind of shape it around it because I, I know I'm not going to go to the full, full scale of like the giant ice walls and everything that Shoto does and everything. Uh, Todoroki, I, I keep on saying the wrong name, but um, I, I have ways of envisioned in my head of powering him down a little bit more like uh, sub-zero level ice abilities compared to what he is in the anime. Yeah. So kind of like ice balls or something instead of full giant things. And I, I just picture him like his pocket stuffed with ice cubes and just throwing yeah. them out during the fight. <laughs> yeah, that would be the super low level version. If I didn't have any VFX at all, then yeah, exactly. Then, then I would turn into more of a comedy version of it, of it I guess. Um, yeah. but yeah, I can, I already know I had someone talking to me asking about like, how would I, how would I do like the breaking of Deku's fingers and everything? And that's something simple enough of just literally you do the flick and like the flick in one scene cut, have someone like do the makeup artist onto the guy onto his finger, start the scene of, at the last part where he goes and so kind of flows into a wide and different angle. So I, I have enough experience of on set of like, figuring stuff out to 
I think I can make it work at least relatively well. I know it's probably, uh, I don't know, maybe a five-minute long scene. It's like most part of, this, of the, the episode at least. And it's probably yeah. only going to be like three minutes or so of in live action for my skill level. So I think because my hero is so popular, I think it will be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen that episode in a while, but, like, it, was there much actual, like, hand-to-hand combat in that part, or was it mostly, like, just using the their abilities? It was just using the abilities. It wasn't really any hand-to-hand, really, because um, Deku was still kind of injuring himself a lot with uh, All for One, so yeah. um, that's why he only really used his hands, and, like, he, he broke his each of his fingers each time. There was no, like, punching or, or kicks or really a whole lot. But I, De- Deckers is one for all, isn't it? Yeah, one for all. Did I sell it for one? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, one for all. I always get that confused when I'm like reading it too. I'm like, damn it, which one are they talking about? Yeah, I guess you have to think about it. It's all for one, taking it as selfishness. That's how I have to remember that. Yeah. I guess I messed that up in that sentence. Um, but yeah, exactly. So I, I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot. I might get people to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it. I'm going to get ideas from like everyone probably and be like, okay, what are you comfortable with? Because I only really need two actors really like to play the main people and yeah. then a couple main people in the background or whatever. And uh, yeah. but no, I th- I think I, I forgot. Like yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. I'm like this. I'm actually excited. And I've, I've had this idea. It's like how would that work? That'd be so cool. But I have no idea how. And it's gonna be all like like probably pretty free. I might um, actually be. Uh, person I interviewed on the not the previous episode but the episode before Neil Chase I asked him if he wanted to produce and he and uh, because I know he has more skill level in the actual industry and everything than I do um, but he's yeah. like well I'm not much of a producer but I do know someone who is so I might have someone to help me oh. at very least get someone that can you know help get some food for people or something is my kind of look, way of looking at it and if I can film this, if I can get a little bit of money for it to, to try to do, it would be great. But that's my, I'm hoping to try to at least start filming this, this summer. That's, I just kind of realized something that you, you hear the role producer like all the time in showbiz, but like in this context, what would the producer be doing for the most part? Um, well, the, like, General answer producer for television movies and everything. They're the person that gives you that gives the the money, and it's their money that's on the line whether the movie does does well. Uh, but for for this, I just need someone that can help me, kind of um, help organize me in a way as well because I'm going to be like directing and potentially shooting as well, and and I might have give myself a a, a role, so I'm going to have someone kind of help me organize everything. And then, but mostly try to get a little bit of money, try to try to convince uh, some local restaurants to help volunteer some food for one day or something like that. Just try to get a little bit of money onto it. So I, because I'm, I'm looking at probably minimum 20, well, I, I would like to have uh, minimum, bare minimum, probably 10 people. Like, so I have enough crew and bare, bare minimum literally just the two actors if, if that's all it is and then but i would like to have if i can I'd get people to play in the crowd if not i'll probably just find like a stock site of, of someone of people just shout, shouting and cheering or whatever 
but yeah like people at a baseball game or something well <laughs> just like yeah i don't know just literally just, yeah exactly just as people like so that's what i'm thinking because like you can find stuff like that on a stock site pretty easily um mm. just, and for youtube wise i think it's fine because i'm not putting i'm it's not like i'm doing it for for a festival or anything like that so i'm not worried about anything like that and i think people will kind of get like a kick out like a lap or something like that so uh yeah. yeah and and like costumes wise i'm looking at someone that uh that does like cosplay level type type costume like i'm not making it like if, if someone can provide costumes like that'd be great if not i'll be like wear something that like i'll give whoever my actors something similar or something to wear but for costume wise and then just dye your hair green and half white and red I don't know. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be very very low budget, but I just want to. I'll just be happy to to execute it because I I just think it'll be fun regardless. Yeah, then get vintage navy blue tracksuits and just tape red UA onto them. Yeah, it, 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 honestly, like, cause like because even on like Amazon UA uh suits you you can buy them, but they're like they range from like thirty to like sixty bucks depending on the quality or even more. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to spend my own money on that. Like, I'm not making any money right now. So, like, yeah, yeah, like I. So that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like, if I can, if I can get a producer, if I, if someone can give me some money, say even like a grand, for example, then golden. That that helps pay for a couple things here and there, right? So if I can get yeah. someone to produce it, that'd be that'd be dope. But just out of curiosity, like what, uh. One, have you pitched anything to a producer before? And like, two, uh, like what? What does what typically incentivizes a producer to like take something on when it's like kind of super small scale? Um, I've the closest thing any pitches I've ever done is for uh, um, I think it's called the um, Telus Telefilm Grant. It's um, Telefilm. It's uh, like you get ten grand basically if you win. It's basically like a competition. People vote, and you make a small little like trailer of what it is. It's kind of like Kickstarter esque. You have to kind of like make a trailer and tell what the story is and, and get people's kind of hype behind it. So it's not an in, in individual producer. It's uh just like a team. So that's the only thing I've ever done. I I we didn't end up we didn't uh, end up getting it because we were what it was was the short film that I uh, co-directed. We the other co-director and I we tried to make it into a series and think do you know the show Letterkenny? Uh I've heard of it. I haven't watched it myself though. But so if yeah, that if you at least know of it, right? That show yeah. it started the that's why it's it's only like six episodes or season or something like that, because they only have like such a it's such a low budget of I don't know what the budget is, but when you win that ten grand it's basically enough to make like your first episode type thing and then oh, like okay. and then it gets and that's why they're on like Crave because it's Canadian or whatever. So that's the only, that's the general idea for something so like low like that that I know of. Um, but like in the way of look of me looking for a producer, I would be more looking for someone to help me find money, like not necessarily this person to give me their money to do it. Right. So uh, so there wouldn't really be any risk for that individual. It would just be, can you help me? reach out to a company like you said to because to find food like when i was, went to school at nate it was uh the boston pizza that was like at uh kingsway they yeah. they would they would often give like uh each each um film team like 
set of uh, like twenty, like um, I almost said twenty pizzas. That's way too like five, like um, like four pizzas or something like that. They would help kind of sponsor Nate's students for something, so that you would have like a day of a filling with all of your your people and whatever, and they would help do that. So I want to try to find someone that can help me connect people and hell if. If it comes down to it, I'll get my UA. UA is sponsored by whatever local restaurant or something like that. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like what you see in like NASCAR or something. Yeah, yeah. It would be funny. You have like Deku sponsored by Boston Pizza versus Todoroki sponsored by Pizza 73. <laughs> yeah, and I think like I would rather I, – I want to make it like, like a serious kind of – like as close to a shop for shop remake as I can. Because I, yeah. the main reason I really want the like the impact of like Deku talking to Shotaroki about like using your power, it's your power. That whole scene, that's the, and and having and there's an actor that's already kept by who said like he wants to kind of be a part of it, and and I would have um, Endeavor kind of like sculpting like all mad and everything in the background. Like I want that kind of scenario. But if it turns out to like if I can't get enough people, I can't get it to work. But I will turn it into more of a parody style, and make it kind of funny if, if it. That's the that's the plan B. Yeah. Either way, I think it would be very entertaining to watch. Yeah, exactly. Other direction you go there. Yeah, because the only thing, because I, I researched on on YouTube like a live action. The only thing I've seen so far, anything live action with it, has been someone did um, like a parkour video with someone wearing a, a UA and calling himself Deku, and they made like the the jokes, a couple jokes or whatever, and he was just doing some like parkour like tricks and stuff like that. So. I want to literally make oh, it into a, an actual like film of this scene, so it's gonna be green. Like I, I might need a green screen, a whole crew and stuff like that. So yeah, that's gonna definitely be yeah. be uh, fun if I can actually get it to work. Yeah, for sure. And like, even if you only ended up with like a three to five minute thing, you could get tons and tons and tons of like short clips for like your TikTok or something out of that too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So. Uh, so yeah, sorry for that kind of like random rant. But I totally forgot about that, that I wanted to mention that today, and it was like yeah. And then let's keep on this channel. I'm gonna keep on doing updates and how it's how it's going and everything, right? So yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but do you want to speak to keep it on the kind of film uh areas? Do you want to watch the the trailer for uh, GI Joe then? Yeah, sure, may as well. Sweet. Crazy rich ninjas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was a, a really quick, like, literally, like, it was a minute long, so it was literally just, like, a teaser trailer or whatever, so. Did you, uh, watch any of, the, like, the G.I. Joe, like, Retaliation, like, the 20, 2009 and 2013 movies? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember much, but I do remember, and I was curious about this watching that. Was he, like, the, like, dude who never talks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's the thing is it's going to go into, like, his vow of silence and stuff like that, the reason why or something. Oh, okay, okay. I I remember distinctly from, like, I don't know if it was the first or second one, but just, like, the way one particular scene was shot. I I forget who it was, but he had, like, a messed up face, and he turned around and gave the camera a look, and you're like, oh, he's that girl's brother or, like, I forget exactly what the storyline was, but it was just like, wow, they set up this shot so nicely that like it conveyed so much information in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And that's how yeah, you know you have a good uh, director and DOP. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I legit, the only thing, honestly, the only thing I remember about those movies and 
is the fact that the rocks in at least one of them. I don't remember. Oh, I don't even remember the rock in those movies. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it was. I think it was probably around the same time that like Fast Five came out. I think if I'm, I'm remembering correctly, around maybe the same time period, or okay. And so it's like the same like. So I, I don't know, but like I uh, previously I watched the Shang Chi trailer and yeah. Um, so this is gonna seeming in the same kind of realm now because like, of like modern but still ninjas and still like, but I don't know I I'm gonna have to see more to see what the story and everything is about because so far I well, I don't know a whole lot about GI Joe I didn't I'm not an eighties kid so I didn't grow up like watching it right I yeah I I know a little bit of it I think I played with the toys a little bit but not much when I was a kid or like watched little bits of the cartoon but um, yeah I I feel like I know more about the like GI Joe like parody PSAs on YouTube that were like super popular at one point oh, yeah. than actual GI Joe. Yeah, exactly. Or like, sandwiches. <laughs> the the I know I think honestly I think more I know more about GI Joe from like Robot Chicken than I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or the random uh Futurama. There's a episode of Futurama where they're playing like parodies of different cartoons and stuff and one is a GI Joe parody. That's Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And it's called Captain Zap, I think. Uh, but <laughs> based off the this trailer, so the it it looks like it's gonna be one of those movies that has a lot of like jump cuts with the choreography, which I don't mm. necessarily like because it's like the act the lead actor's like, oh, let me do some of the stunts, let me do some, let me do the, my own stunts, and they're like, and then the but the choreo the actual like stunt doubles like dude, I can actually do this. And they're like, no, let me do it. So they're going to do a lot of, like, jumps of, like, because the actor trying to get his way or whatever. That's what it, like, even just that quick little, there was a uh, scene in front of a neon sign or whatever, and it was, that, that look, it looks like they're going to try to be overly hyping it a, a, a bit. Yeah, it was, um, I don't, I don't think I've seen enough movies with, uh, um, what's his name? Is it Henry Gold? main actor oh i didn't see one that's because yeah cause he was the one who was also like in crazy rich asians okay um yeah and then i think like the other movies that he's henry golding yes henry golding yeah uh he was in crazy rich asians and he's also in like some other like romance movie but i don't think i've seen him in like any action roles so far that i've known mm. so this would be it's it seems a little bit out of place for me just seeing him there but i don't know if he's already had other experience in action acting roles mm -hmm. but it, like you said i think i think that just makes it even like more awkward when uh he just wants like more face screen time without really letting the stunt double like work their magic mm -hmm. yeah i i i have no idea where i'm just literally just throwing that out there i, I have no idea if that's actually even close to being true but um yeah i don't really recognize him it's not that i just don't know many the names of like any Asian actors to like it's just I can't remember anyone it's <laughs> so I uh, uh I, I don't really I don't recognize him but yeah it's like I think uh Asian actors haven't really gotten a, like a fair share of screen time in the past and I think just like in the past 
couple years it's starting to happen more mm-hmm. like with shang chi and with with the snake eyes there's been some attempts before like with uh i don't know if you're familiar with rain he's like a like a k-pop star who tried to come over here and make it in the hollywood acting world and he did he was like uh i think ninja assassin he was also like a guest star in speed racer okay one of the racers yeah 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 but it didn't really go so well but i think now there seems to be kind of like this resurgence of like asian actors getting into bigger pictures yeah yeah well especially because of like so uh i would say 2015 we'll say to like now it's been a lot of like okay let's get the the black some like bad black people in and everything like that try to get some lead roles like for this is more recent but like anthony mackie as as falcon or captain america or whatever for example right but and now and now it's starting to be like okay now let's get some other representation it's because of there's so many things of like whitewashing like um really good example really big example was um gods of egypt it was uh a egypt mythology movie basically but it had um starred uh nicola calstar i think so the one of the lead actors from uh, game of thrones i think that was him okay it was either him yeah i think so so but basically they have a lot of like white guys playing like asian or your or middle eastern or whatever like characters and it's like so yeah. now now it's finally starting to realize okay there are people that are chinese japanese korean whatever uh other races and that can play and it's that can play their actual culture and um or like middle eastern like uh canal uh oh i don't remember Niajami, i think his name is something like that he's playing in uh, eternals but or oh. yeah so th- there's finally starting to get some resurgence of like you don't have to be a white man to play which to, to play these roles which is amazing but kind of sucks for me because i'm a white guy and i'm trying to get into the industry so i'm kind of <laughs> i'm losing my <laughs> shot you're, you're not necessarily like trying to get into acting as your main thing are you no not as my main i want to work behind the camera and everything so but it, oh, yeah okay, okay. yeah yeah, I'm looking at like the cast for Gods of Egypt, and it's like literally middle-aged white guy, middle-aged white guy, young white guy, Chadwick Boseman, middle-aged white girl, white girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Chadwick Boseman was in that movie. Um, so like, yeah, the only the only black guy. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, and then that's how, and then well, Chadwick was really good. And that's how he got into Black Panther. But yeah, um. I don't know. That happens all the time, but I think it's finally starting to become a, a good, a good thing of representation, and everything, and, and like for a while, I because just from my personal knowledge, I know that um, at least uh, in like Canada, there they've been having things like um, they they use the term checking a box, where you go, okay, you have your white guy, you have your black guy, you have your Asian girl, and you have your uh, lesbian couple. Like, it just, you have to put them in just to get people off your back to check the boxes, right? Oh, in, like, Canadian media? Yeah, for, like, and, yeah. So, and that was, like, the term that everyone was using is, like, okay, so if you want to make this show, you have to have this XYZ person, whatever, to get your representation for for the company, the industry, whatever, to give you, like, the money to make the show. And that was the only reason people were actually including Gay, uh, gay people or 
black people or Asian people, like non-straight white guys, basically, to actually be. Then that was the only. But now it's starting to realize, like, okay, you don't have to check the boxes. Like, you can have someone in here that is of whatever, and it doesn't matter because the like the rich uh, billionaire can be a Asian man, not a white rich guy like it, instead of stereotyping so many people it's starting to finally click yeah 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 and i i don't i i think that's kind of what uh like those grants were going for in like promoting the like incentivizing the diversity but then it kind of like seems like in those cases you're incentivizing like just the fact that you have a diverse cast instead of like the quality of your story and the production exactly and i think that's kind of like been a big I don't, i'm not sure if that's like directly from the crtc or just like other organizations that offer grants and stuff but i think like um from from what it sounds like like I, i'm i'm t totally an outsider in like the canadian media industry but just from like random things i've heard from Canadian content creators and just thinking about like the quality of Canadian media out there it, it seems like the incentive is like not as good for people to just like produce their stuff at ho in Hollywood or like somewhere in the US instead <laughs> is kind of what I'm getting at well it's, ha it's happening in, in the US as well but uh, so I, I again I'm not an expert I know more than you do but I'm not like an expert so I don't know exactly the whole meaning behind everything and whether it's Canada and US or just Canada or whatever but uh, yeah I, I know that like a lot of things they're like, like the show um, Kim's Convenience it's literally just Koreans and and say this was that show was made in 2005 they would it, it's a show based off a of Korean family but they would even they would hire like a Chinese man for example even though it's supposed to be a Korean person they would be like, oh, yeah. it's all the same. Like, what does it matter? But but yeah. now they're starting to be like, no, there's different, like, different people have different looks and everything like that, different Asians and whatever. And yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because, like, if, if you were to, like, think of that same scenario for, like, I don't know, if you got, like, a German actor with a German accent to, like, pretend like he's from, like, Italy or something, we'd be like, what the hell's going on with the show? <laughs> but there's like that much diversity in the cultures like pretty much everywhere in the world too so it just makes sense to have like people from those cultures portraying their culture yeah because they're yeah they have the experience with it exactly yeah. um so lobbing back back around uh into the actual movie the, the show yeah. and everything uh what did other than the, what we were just talking about what was something that you kind of found interesting with uh, the trailer or, or anything like that the action sequences do look pretty cool still, even though there are lots of like jump cuts going on, like you said. Um, but yeah, just for me, because I've seen like the main actor in like only like drama and romance roles so far, it's a bit weird to see him there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it, it looks pretty cool. I yeah, think. yeah. The one thing I definitely noticed was like hmm, the obligatory uh, uh, car running down the road or whatever, because it started off with the car kind of like rolling, tumbling down the road. I'm like, that's very that happens everything, but that's going to happen in an action, in an action movie. Every action movie. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have that. It's either like a car speed race or an SUV speed race, something like that, one or the other. Um, but it does look like it is 
the only thing is that I'm not sure about the the, the story is so like undeveloped so far because it is such a quick trailer. But yeah, you're right. The action scenes do look pretty interesting, um, and they have. But it kind of looked like they had. Um, oh, I'm a badass woman. Let me be a badass woman. Type like the at the very end of, with the machine guns. There, it looked like that was oh. like that was like the, her role is like I'm the the scary woman. <laughs> just to be able to, like, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need more information when a full trailer actually comes out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's something I, I, I'd actually want to see though, because it, it does look pretty cool. And, and I like the actor in general. Like, I think he's a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it has the obligatory car flips, so it, ha- it has my votes. So you're in. There you go. Uh, so to- so kind of trans- uh, transitioning into like the second topic there then. Uh, as we were talking about like race and stuff like that anyway um as i kind of said like to begin with so uh i've been seeing on on tiktok there's a, a few kind of creators on tiktok that i follow their their uh main guy his name is straw hat straw hat goofy he's a um guy on tiktok he talks about little movies and he reviews stuff and and a little bit on how it's like as long as the race isn't important to the character you can change the race around type thing like yeah. uh, Black Panther, for example, he has to be a black man because that's the the stories about him type thing. But yeah. uh, Spider Man doesn't have to be Spider Man can be Asian because it's just any type of person. For for example, right? Um, so, um, like Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's the that's the kind of thing. So what what it was is there's an article kind of going around that. Um, that Warner Brothers for the next DC movie, DCEU movie, wants to hire or make uh, Superman into a black man, and instead of considering with Henry Cavill. So, what I've heard, what few people are kind of like seeing here and there, what I've a few comments I've been seeing from like the black community on this, the black nerds. I sound I sound like I'm being super racist, but I'm just trying to point out the fact that I'm like who it's coming from. Uh, is that like what I'm understanding is that what would make more sense is instead of just making a known iconic character black just to make him black why don't you give someone like Cyborg who is already a black man in a full role a full movie like yeah true I was gonna say yeah I I totally get that and then I'll also just like also preface this like we are two dudes talking about race issues so we are like pretty much completely uh our, our opinions can be completely discounted for the most part yeah <laughs> but yeah just just random idle thoughts here that uh i think I, I get where they're coming from in that like yeah just like give a character who is like written as a black dude a full movie so you don't have to just like flip this to make it seem like like i, I don't I don't know, like, at first I'm like, okay, why would they even, like, try to make a black Superman? But also at the same time, it's like, what's really stopping them from making a black Superman? Because when I think about Clark Kent, there's, like, nothing explicitly about him that makes him have to be a white guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also in that case, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I can see, like, fans wanting to uh, keep the character true to, I guess, like, the imagery that they're used to mm-hmm. um yeah but at the same time like i don't know 
why why can't Superman be black? Yeah, he I, totally be a black guy. Exactly. So that like, uh, I I'm not representative definitely enough. There's people that get, like explain it a lot better than I can because I'm white and I don't experience the the culture of it. Uh, but I I also I so 100 like like why does it matter? Um, so go ahead and do it. Um, but it was the it was like kind of uh, I don't know if you have heard about this, but there was when the show Titans first came out, there was uh, controversy because uh, Starfire was being played by a black actress, but people were uh, upset by that casting choice, and some people were like thinking, oh, why are you hiring a, a black person? But the, what people were getting upset about was the fact that her, that not the fact that she's black, but because her hair was completely different than what she looks like it, as the comic book. It was more about like her hair color and stuff. And But people were thinking that people were getting upset of that because she was black. So they were trying to like wrap it into a weird like racist thing, but like, that's not even what it was. And then on... And then on the other hand, there was like, uh, other than uh, Blade that came out in like the 90s, Black Panther is like the first black superhero movie uh, around and it was such a big cultural phenomenon. It was such a big movie. And yeah. like, I really, that it, for me, it's one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies regardless. I, I don't care about... Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it's such a good movie. So I, I'm, the, I'm in the boat of like, of like yeah it, it shouldn't really I, I don't think it matters on who like what you said like who who plays it because yeah he's a Kryptonian he's an he's an alien from a different planet he could be green for all like all that matters right yeah but sure. so I but I think what I've noticed from the controversy is, is is the point of what I said is instead of trying to change someone like let Henry Cavill continue doing it I think Henry Cavill is perfectly fine he's he's a big dude he works well at like after the the Snyder Cut came out, because the original Justice League was not as good, but that was the director's fault, not the uh, actor's fault. Um, like, it still worked really well, so why get rid of someone that's doing the job well, just to bring, just yeah. for the cultural reason, right? Okay, th yeah, th that's, I, I guess, a point that I hadn't considered yet, because uh, I was thinking, like, okay, if they're revamping Superman to do, like, uh, some other Superman story where Superman happens to be a black guy, then that's cool. But if they're just all of a sudden switching Superman in the same storyline that like Henry Cavill's already been going through, that seems really weird. I don't think that would make sense. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I I haven't fully looked into it yet, so I don't really know if they are doing something brand new. But I I think I know. I think you're right more on the second point because it's similar as um, as Batman, the the new Batman with. Um, uh, the dude from Twilight. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed, is it Edward? Ed, Edward? No, isn't that his character's name? Oh, no. that's his name. In, that's his yeah. Name. What, what's, what's his actual name? Um, <laughs> uh, new Batman. Is it uh, new Batman actor? What's his name again? Yeah. It's but Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. So yeah, where that's not the same world as Ben Affleck's Batman. So I, th I think you're more right where it's gonna be a different. Uh, a, different, a, a different a different set of movies more more like the the Christian Bale Batman how there are like three it's an old it's a, it's own trilogy yeah 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 I mean, like I I'm, I'm pretty sure they would have to do it that way because you can't just like change Batman or change Superman or anybody completely like it, in the same in the same arc. universe 
the, yeah. Yeah. Because at least with, like, in the MCU when, um, it's happened, like, it's two big ones with, um, um, Bruce Banner, so they had, uh, Edward Norton originally, and then it was just, uh, Mark Ruffalo, just completely new actor, and then, uh, in Iron Man 1, it was Terrence Howard, I think his name is, and, and then they switched it with, um, uh, oh, what's his name? He plays Rhodes. That's Rhodes is his character's name. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But where they and then but yeah, and they kind of just like it just kind of just happens. But that Don that, Cheadle. Yes, thank you, Don Cheadle. Where where exactly? It kind of just happens. It's just there. But uh, they kind of just it's not. It, it's still like a black guy with a black guy in both in that in that scenario, right? It's not like they're switching. Yeah. yeah. A, a, yeah. So, they're not. I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the on the fence of that because of of uh, like you said, if it's a completely new 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 movie or whatever, it, who cares? It shouldn't matter. But like, why don't they do? But but if they're spending this money, there's everyone knows who Superman is. Spend the money of a of a new character. Like so many, like it's always the same characters: Superman, Batman, Spider Man, like Iron Man. X Men, it's always the same characters. Like, like Deadpool, for example, was such a big like risk, not only for being rated R, but he's well known, but only amongst like comic book fans. Like yeah. people who aren't comic book fans don't really know who Deadpool was, so that's why they were afraid of like losing their money. So I think that's part of the reason why they don't want to do like Static Shock or or um, Cyborg, for example. Yeah, that's true too. And then like plus. Um... Well, I think I I remember watching like the Static Shock cartoons before, and I feel like there'd be like Static Shock has lots of character, but I'm not too familiar with Cyborg, um, so I don't know like how much I guess like meat they could really get into the story, like a full length picture on Cyborg. Mm. I'm just not familiar enough with the character. I I think they developed him quite a bit more enough in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. But that's only because they did Justice League and they introduced the characters in the movie, unlike in the MCU where they each had their individual movies. If if DC did the same way that Marvel did, they could e- they easily could have done a full feature length because there's enough. Uh, they would have introduced um, basic basic the basic premises, the mother box, that's the thing that kind of gives him his his abilities, and he's a football player. They could have shown him trying to become a professional football player. Basically, that's his yeah. general uh, idea of him. And his mom died in a car crash, and his dad is a like super science, super smart scientist for Star Labs, and that's why they kind of how he gets his abilities and everything. So they definitely could have if they did that route, but yeah, now it wouldn't really work. But I I was just using it against uh, Cyborg as as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's also like I think a good point um, that like these um, like production studios are incentivized to like not take big risks because they know these superhero movies of well-known characters make all the money right <laughs> so i don't know uh i guess how much incentive they have to like try something totally new mm-hmm. i guess they're they're kind of doing that with like some smaller i guess like lesser known marvel characters um lately but i think they probably like lined their pockets nicely enough with the whole first like run of the mcu movies to try these other things. Yeah, exactly. Even even going back to 2014, the Guardians of the Galaxy was uh, was a risk. Yeah. 
because yeah, I, I remember when that movie came out, people, uh, I, I don't remember who it was, but I remember someone saying to me like, oh, you know that Star Wars remake? Or re I'm like, no, like it's so, it's it's, a, it's not even the same, and it's, it's so different. It's, people just compare anything sci-fi to Star Wars. So, yeah. So that was enough of a of, of of a risk, and it just turned out, and it was it was a, apparently it was a gamble even back then for for an ensemble team like that. Yeah, and now you think of it like, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. Yeah, and they, they even had sequels and combined them in different other MCU movies. So. Yeah, and they're working on the third. I, yeah, so I, I think like there's it, it's it's been proven that like you don't have to like stick to the tried and true like hero movies. You can. You can try other things, but I, I don't know how successful DC has been in that same vein, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the the DC like live action DCU is is not definitely not as good as the MCU, but that's because they had they they rushed it because of the MCU going so epic, character by character by character, starting in in oh eight and. Where DC was like, oh, you they, they wanted to just launch Justice League at the same time that the first Avengers movie came out. It was like with no with no character development. And they and they Batman vs. Superman came out the same year as Captain America Civil War. So it was like they were trying to they were trying to beat but they didn't have like the the following that Marvel did, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't like take the time to build it out. They're just like, okay, here go tit for tat <laughs> yeah exactly and even though like superman and and batman are super iconic names and like everyone knows at least those two characters not everyone knows who captain america is but now they do because of the the movies right so yeah yeah exactly like and that's what that's what why dc is so now they're kind of afraid they're like okay let's get some uh culture behind it and make it okay superman that's fine he's He's an alien. It can be whatever color. It doesn't matter. So let's do it. And so that's that's the ri the risk part of it. But the the more of the reward of, is like okay, Superman. Everyone's still gonna go see it. Yeah, true. Uh, you, you'll probably get like I don't know a loud subset of a minority upset about it too for whatever reason. But yeah. still, I don't know. I, 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 I'd be I'd be interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's. After the Black Lives Matter protests and everything last year, I think it's. I don't think it's going to be uh, as negative as some people are portraying it to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. Uh, but I mean, like the people who would have already been upset about it anyway are probably just going to be more upset. Are, are still <laughs> upset. But yeah, um, I have faith in most of humanity, but there's still a small subset I have zero faith in. Exactly. Totally makes sense. But yeah, that's my rant on that. I didn't, didn't. I normally don't like talking about anything like race related or, or news or anything like that. But I just thought this was a good kind of like point of to see what uh, some people are thinking about and see how it works. Get someone else's opinion because I I'm in the same kind of boat as you, but I mostly like wanted to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it, it's good to hear about like the, uh, the viewpoints from like creators who are more familiar with it, and also like people who are more into the culture and are. From that background and everything to hear mm -hmm. what they have to say so yeah i think it's good to just uh repeat what they have to say and also like talk about what you think about it yeah exactly <laughs> like, well, even though like yeah i, I should get someone that actually has more knowledge of, of it to talk about it than, than me 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would make, for something like that, it would make more sense to make a full kind of interesting thing. But um, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to jump into the, the other topic, but it's so like like non-related now, especially since we went to such a big like conversation. But it would, yeah. it would just sound so weird to kind of jump into. I should have started with that instead of uh, instead of these ones. But um, yeah, uh, now you have to come up with uh, the best segue ever. Go. Um, speaking about interesting things happening in the media, uh, there is a very popular sh- show that happened in the two thousands called How I Met Your Mother. It's now getting it uh, the spinoff called How I Met Your Father. Nice. Did that work? <laughs> kind of worked? A little bit? Close I don't enough. know. Yeah. I, I googled it, and then it took me to How I Met Your Dad, which is a, a different comedy series from 2014 that only got 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I don't think this is the same thing. No, because here, uh, it's, I think the first one, um, da, 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 there is... Da, 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 but I, yeah, I do see How I Met Your Father... Wait, uh, Hilary Duff's gonna be on this? Yes. Oh. Picked up by picked up by uh, uh, Hulu. Wait, how I met your father? Hulu hands how I met your mother spinoff top so order with Hilary Duff to star. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't seen like anything from Hilary Duff like since Lizzie McGuire. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> mm, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much the same thing for me as well. I can't think of. Uh, think of anything. So yeah, because I'm I'm reading here. I think they tried to pitch how I how I met your father back in 2014. It says, um, but it wasn't picked up. And now, uh, back in 2017, tried again in 2017, 2018. Something didn't really work. But now, uh, Hulu is finally picking it up to come out the 2020 uh, produced series. Oh. Hilary Duff is also producing the series. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Torrent Television. I'm not reading the whole thing. I'm kind of just like scanning through here. I met your mother. Yeah. So final broadcast. Yeah, I'm not reading this entire article. That's way too big of an article. I'll link it below if people want to actually read it. Good summary. Yeah. Exactly. But basically. Um, did you really watch uh, How I Met Your Mother at, at all? I watched a good chunk of it. I didn't finish the whole thing, but I have seen quite a few episodes, and I did en- and I did really enjoy it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's in the same kind of category as like Friends, where it's like you can kind of just have it on. It's nothing like where you major like you can get decently invested into the characters and stuff and figure out what's going on. And, but most of the time, it's just kind of like what is the antics going on in this episode what's going to be kind of funny it's a classic uh, sitcom right yeah random piece of life advice that I always remember from How I Met Your Mother is don't make any decisions after 2am <laughs> I stay up until 2am at least all the time so that doesn't really work yeah but just don't make any decisions after 2 you can stay up But uh, or uh, or he's, uh, new is always better but then he gets proven wrong with a new scotch compared to a 20-year-old aged scotch. Yeah, or or uh, getting laid with a question mark. That was another good one from... I don't remember that one. Getting laid with a question that? mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... 
I think Barney was talking about like his his escapades one of these nights, and like I think he was like progressively getting more and more drunk or more and more tired, and then he was like texting these like his booty calls, and then like his his like final booty call text was literally just a question mark, and then his booty call replied with an exclamation mark, and then they like oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> and I I definitely realized from that show I need a wingman to play Have You Met. Yeah, yeah. Have you met Ted? Like, I, I need yeah. a better. I need a, a wingman, but I don't go to bars anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you can do that at uh, I don't know, the Tim Hortons. <laughs> okay, with a random fifty-five-year-old woman trying to wrangle her kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Eunice, have you met? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, you you can get the the. The, the the bro code and uh, the playbook are real books you can buy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So much like, um, like, unwritten rules and memes and like cultural in- notes and inside jokes from that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was definitely an interesting show. But anytime uh, shows get picked off the based off of the other show, like uh, the Cleveland show based off a of Family Guy, that that didn't go go well the um what is it um boy meet uh, girl meets world apparently it's oh doing okay but if you ever watched boy meets world back in the early like 90s early 2000s that was one of my shows i watched growing up and there was a, a oh, girl yeah. there was a girl meets but that wasn't a uh like a remake it was technically a considerate uh continuation of the story oh yeah 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 uh, yeah i think i saw a couple of those episodes actually because they had like some of the older cast come back for some of the episodes Mm -hmm. which is super cool and then I think like uh, what's the other one Fuller House Fuller House yeah Yeah. and then yeah is is this one going to be a continuation or is this like a totally new series totally new series because when I uh, read the the beginning of the article before we started it said something it's about uh, find, trying to find the one in the world of like Tinder and Bumble of like online dating and everything like that where there's no real uh, not as much love considering in How I Met Your Mother uh, Ted was afraid to admit that he met a girl online because they were just getting into like uh, the like iPhone era where they like it started with them still having flip phones because it started in like oh, yeah. 05 or something like that and then yeah. as the show got uh, I think it ended in like 2014 2016 or something so it's just yeah. got into the realm of like uh, of like online dating and I think I think in the show he did something like uh, world like a World of Warcraft parody where he met a girl on a, on like a site like on a game like that or something and Barney was making fun of him like that but now it's including all this how much nonsense there is with Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and all the dating sites and everything is what the yeah. kind of snippet was that I that I quickly read. I think that's a, a good uh, concept though because like the landscape of online dating has changed so much like from how it started like in the early 2000s or whatever where people were kind of like ashamed and then like later there was like you didn't know what kind of people you'd actually be meeting and then I think things kind of normalized for a bit and now I think things have kind of like maybe got even too popular like there's even people using uh, like dating apps and services just to like advertise products or whatever mm-hmm. instead of actually like, looking for relationships yeah yeah only brands yeah exactly 
So I think it'd be interesting to see uh, what their take on it's going to be because it seems like there's just tons of material they could be working with. Yeah, and, and like you said, I'm kind of uh, interested on... I, I don't have Hulu. and So no, it, it, it will probably be on uh, Crave in Canada, though, because I think Hulu's more only American. So, and, yeah. and most of the time, because like, going back to Letterkenny, Letterkenny is on Crave in Canada, but on Hulu in America. So the, um, maybe it will be on Crave. Um, but it, it said, uh, again, just quick glance, I, I think it was only being signed off for a first season of like 10 episodes or something like that. And yeah, it looks like it. For the first kind of pilot of pilots, entire pilot season, whatever, because I think that's what most kind of networks are doing now because of uh, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, everything. You can just film everything all at once. It's so much easier nowadays. So it's an entire season. Yeah, and then and if, people want to binge it. Yeah. So instead of doing a pilot episode of a show, they're just doing a full season. And but I, I don't know what like like you said because I haven't seen anything Hillary Duff since uh, Lizzie McGuire in like two thousand like three. Like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Maybe even earlier. I think she started. When did? I'm curious now. When did Lizzie McGuire actually like air? Um, because I I feel like I watched it when I was like super young oh it started 2001 I think um, so I was in the same era yeah original release 2001 to 2004 oh I was close right in the middle yeah, yeah. so yeah exactly but that's good like which is good for her to get into the the realm of, of like acting everything again right so like I hope everything goes well because I wouldn't mind kind of seeing seeing her kind of get into the, the spotlight again it, you don't hear much from yeah. those old uh, Disney stars much anymore. Like you had, like Selena Gomez was coming around in like the two thousand five, two thousand six era with Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Um, and then she became a singer and and model and everything. So, but but yeah, she didn't do much. So hopefully, you know, maybe get her career up and going again. And it shows that she like she's producing it. So maybe because she still has some money from. I don't, I don't know what to do. I think maybe she had like a, a perfume or something like that back in the back in the day. I don't know. Actually, I'm pretty surprised. Her um, on on her Wikipedia, it seems like she's had roles like at least like every year since 2004, pretty much. So, but I'm like, I haven't heard of any of these actually. Probably just little small roles here and there. Yeah, maybe there's like a good share of, of the roles as like herself. So I guess she's played herself in a few things and uh, like a few voice roles too. Okay, so so, so yeah, so she she must have a decent money saved up and everything. So yeah, if she's producing it and everything, hopefully she can do good. But I I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm still a little like I'm skeptical because of the realm of like of um like remakes and reboots and stuff like that it's it's kind of sometimes they're really good like I know uh, Magnum P.I. the reboot a lot of people are apparently liking the Magnum P.I. and the MacGyver reboots apparently are uh, both both of those are really good so but yeah it, as long as it's better than MacGruber it's gonna be good <laughs> I, I I watched part of the f first movie i never actually watched the the full anything past that i didn't even know there was more mcgruber 
I think I think there's like two movies or something, like two or three movies. Is it a movie or a show? I think it's a movie. I thought it was a movie, but I don't remember. I just the name just kind of popped into my head. <laughs> Random like fun fact about Hillary Duff though is I think. The, wait, wasn't she dating or married to like an Edmonton Oiler at some point, like in the mid two thousands, maybe? I want to say. Uh, you're on her Wikipedia page. Figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't. I, yeah, I you were. I have to go back here. Yeah, yeah. you were just on her page. Yeah, I I remember this. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she she began dating NHL player Mike Comrie in two thousand seven, um, and he was an Oiler. And then I think now she's actually married to, yeah, Matthew Coma, singer-songwriter, uh, who you probably recognize his voice on Spectrum by Zed and Matthew Coma. And he also helped produce Clarity. Uh, oh, I, I know I, I know Clarity. That's the one I know off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool um, mm. that she's going to be in the show. So good for her. Nice. Good for her. Um, so, yeah. Do you want to kind of close off by uh, talking more about... Um, uh, since we kind of brushed over it, let's uh, continue off where we started to do like a circle here and go um, the nostalgia of, of Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. Yeah, yeah. On the note of nostalgic things like Lizzie McGuire show. Oh, there <laughs> you go. You got the, there you go. You yeah, do. you remember Pokemon Snap, that N64 game? I think that came out, yeah, March 21st, 1999. Yeah, that was a... Uh, I remember uh, playing this game, and I think like you can beat the whole thing in like under three hours if you just like power through it. It's oh yeah, a pretty short game, but there's it feels like there's so much content in it still, and it was still like so much fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I I never I didn't own it because I didn't have an N64, but my my friend did, and we played it occasionally. I definitely remember um, you had to throw like apples at like. The, to, like to get them to like look at you and to get the actual faces to get them as amount of like pictures and, and points and stuff like that and you had to like do a certain thing to activate the volcano to erupt to get the Moltres to come out and everything that's what I think yeah 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 but yeah super cool yeah it, it's it's the new one is very similar to that the original was developed by uh, HAL Laboratory which like uh, did a lot of like uh, Kirby games and stuff like that mm-hmm uh, and the new one's developed by Bandai Namco, which they've done like tons of different games, and it's super cool because I think this is actually the first Pokemon title that Bandai Namco is doing, and I think they really did like a really good job with the new Pokemon Snap. Um, I've been playing it for like the past two or three weeks, and uh, yeah, it totally captures the essence of like the original Pokemon Snap, where you're like throwing apples and like taking pictures. You can even like play music to like get the Pokemon to like dance and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. The so Pokemon Yeah, 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 yeah. You, there's lots of different stuff you can do to like create different reactions and, and, and stuff like that. And I think the original Pokemon Snap only had about ninety Pokemon I wanna say. Like it wasn't the full one fifty. Oh, sixty three only actually. Okay. Oh yeah, because it, it definitely didn't have any of the fossils. That's for sure. It didn't. It, yeah, I think it had the three like Zapdos, Moltres, and Ar- Articuno, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the, as the legendaries. Um, and you had like yeah, I do remember a bunch of like Ratatats and like D- and Diglett and stuff like that. A couple of Pikachu, Bulbasaur, some of the basics. I think, but yeah. Yeah, 
only six. Wow, I'm surprised. I thought it was more, but yeah, there's only 63 species of Pokemon to appear in the game. But it felt like there was uh, a lot more, um, just based on what you were playing through. But the mm -hmm. new one, I think, has over 200 Pokemon in it. Uh, so it's got like tons for you to look at. And just playing it, like, I, I found myself having to like go through the levels multiple times just to like catch everything that's going on because there's so much happening and each stage you go to uh, I think has at least like three levels so like depending on the photos you take and the scores you get like you'll get points to increase your level and then different levels on the same stage result in like different Pokemon showing up and different okay. things happening the, the better you do in the lower level the better chances of getting better on the second like and, and as you yeah yeah it's kind of like a, like a getting experience points so you just like take better photos, get more points, and then, like, kind of level up that stage. Okay. So you can get different Pokemon to show up. Yeah. Yeah, I've, okay, yeah, I've played games like that. The better you do, the, yeah, the more advanced it is. Yeah, and then uh, one kind of, like, main bonus thing they added in the new Pokemon Snap that wasn't in the original is, like, there's, uh, like, giant glowing Pokemon that appear. They're kind of like the boss stages, almost. Okay. So there's, like, super big versions of regular Pokemon and then they're like they have these like glowing patterns on them and stuff just because the, the, the shining of this game yeah it's like a shiny but it's it's a bit different like uh, the, the story of like the setting of this game is like you're in some region of the world that some professor is exploring and he needs your help like taking photos of these Pokemon mm -hmm. and there's some phenomenon in this area called like the Illumina phenomenon in which like Pokemon are super gigantic and they have like these lighting light glowing patterns on them and yeah so there's like one of these illumina pokemon in each different uh area of the map okay yeah so they're kind of like boss stages for pokemon snap it's pretty cool nice um that's uh the other thing for i, I was gonna say is that it reminded me did you ever play pokemon stadium yeah of course yeah that that like if if that comes out on, on switch like i don't own a switch but if that game came out because like we we have a, a switch in the living room and lately the past couple nights we've been playing like um mario uh, mario party or mario kart and it's just been playing the same two games has kind of been getting boring but it like i, I remember um it'd be annoying because the same thing it was my friend that had it and he knew like the better better pokemon in the game and, and or whatever to to pick from it, i don't i think they had the full 150 in that in that one but uh yeah you had to choose like you could see your your opponent which which Pokemon they chose, but you had to pick whatever like button to throw in which order. So if like yeah. if he threw a fire type, you and if you threw a, a grass type, and you're, without even knowing it, it's like you get messed up right from the get go. So I yeah. I hope with Pokemon Snap's success, they bring back they bring Stadium, and I, I think especially since how well. Um, uh, the the mobile Pokemon game that was such a big phenomenon, uh, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go was yeah. if they if they do the same thing, just but I think that's the same. I think that's I don't know. I, I was good into Pokemon Go, but then I I stopped for the longest time. Now it's not such a big thing anymore. So I think if they brought it to Switch, then I think it would be really popular too. They did kind of like have a spin-off of Pokemon Go on the Switch, which was like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Right. Yeah, a couple years ago. And playing those ones, I think those were actually like more fun than the mainline Pokemon games for me. Just because like 
they really played to the nostalgia factor because you were like the original 150 and like the original Kanto region and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it had integration with Pokemon Go, so like you could send the Pokemon you caught in Pokemon Go to your Switch game and like use them in the game too. So that was pretty cool. It was all connected. Uh, yeah, and I, I was hoping that they would like at least do like uh, subsequent generations in that same style, but. Then they just came out with Pokemon Sword and Shield um, as their next mainline games, which kind of had mixed reviews. Mm -hmm. and playing it, like, it felt like a bit of a grind to get through the story, even for me, and I'm, like, a super big Pokemon fan. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'm hoping that they do more, like, Let's Go-style games. And also, like you said, like, a Pokemon Stadium remake would be, like, so crazy. But I, I watched, like, the Pokemon Directs that... They come out every few months with the announcement of like what's coming next and it doesn't look like there's another pokemon stadium in the pipe anytime soon unfortunately mm -hmm. nor is there another pokemon let's go in the, in the future um for the next year or two anyway i think i think that yeah. probably goes into kind of what we were talking about with producers with movies and stuff like that and they're going back to like this is the safe bet people like the the like original so sword and shield is based off of, like the same style of game that everything is so they're like they took a risk with like the with pokemon let's go eevee and pikachu and they were like okay people are really loving pokemon go let's add on to it but then not as many people probably bought that as, as so like they probably lost some money on it so now they're probably like nope bad idea stick to what we know it's, yeah, yeah it's a shame I, I haven't looked at the actual numbers but like just from my personal opinion i think like let's go pikachu and let's go eevee were actually like really good games like really well made mm -hmm. even even my wife who like barely plays any uh console games in general like she also wanted to play pokemon let's go pikachu with me and like we both had our separate accounts and just like played them separately because mm -hmm. yeah it was really fun didn't that game come with like a little like stepper thing that you could connect to your phone to like hatch your eggs and then it would hatch on that game or whatever Oh, yeah, I, I don't know if that was, it was the stepper thing, but they did have, like, a separate controller, which was, like, a Pokeball-shaped uh, Joy-Con for the Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that had any, like, step... It might have. I think I think you might be right, yeah. There must be, like, some, like, either, um, like, phone connection or, like, the device itself to, like, gain experience. But, yeah, mm -hmm. there, there was, like, the, the Pokeball Joy-Con. Yeah, because um, I... I, I... Yeah, because I remember that, like, to hatch your eggs in Pokemon Go, you had to actually walk around, like, a, a path or, or, like, actually... You had to do... walk five kilometers to hatch your damn eggs yeah, so, yeah, so I know that people, like, I could be mixing this up, but I, I think it was something like that, where you would, like, put it on your belt at, like, you start your work day, you put it on your, your pants, and then by the time you get home, it, it, it's, it should be done or close to it, depending on what your job is, obviously, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that for sure there's something like that. I don't know if it was related to Pokemon Let's Go, um, but I know for sure that they have those things. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll work, well, yeah, that's, that's definitely fun. So um, let's kind of go into, like, close it off with uh, the last little bits of that, uh, of um, like more talk, like what you're doing on, what you were saying on what you're doing with your uh, Twitch and everything, and then because you were saying that you uh, continue on to um, your streaming and everything like that, but you were streaming um, this game as well, this uh, Pokemon Snap? 
Yeah, like, uh, I've been streaming the new Pokemon Snap game on my Twitch channel, uh, Twitch TV slash Beat on Bits. Um, every, yeah, go check it out. Link in the description. Come chat. Uh, I think I've played it three times now, and I'm probably going to end up finishing it this weekend. <laughs> Uh, not 100% of course because there's so much more you can do but at least like getting through the main story uh, but I think after that I'm going to just stick to my like once a week streams where I just look at new game trailers sometimes by myself sometimes with guests um, just to keep up with like new releases that are coming out on Steam each week uh, what makes these game trailers stand out from the rest and also what I've been doing lately I didn't get to do this when you came on with me because I was just like concepting the idea for the first time but I've since like tried a few different things to see how they play out um, one thing that I found to be pretty uh, fun and and also useful for my own information is getting people's um, like what kind of games they like to play and their background related to gaming like before we start so I kind of know like where they're coming from when they look at these new game trailers each week mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah like adding just adding some more time for a kind of discussing our thoughts and reactions to each game trailer so yeah because i think it's helping me yeah because i noticed that uh because there were so many and everything on the stream that we didn't get a chance to fully go into like uh, an actual discussion a little bit like um i was talking about things and then you were like had to like move on so quick so uh, yeah i i like to kind of like hence why i like the podcast style because i like to actually uh voice a, a lot of things and i like to talk so yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like my bad. I'm sorry, you had to be my very first guest in that experience, but that's no, fine. <laughs> it helped me learn some things. Uh, yeah, to allow more time, like you said, like to just slow it down and allow some more discussion time because sometimes you can. It's worth just slowing down and hashing your thoughts out because you can get like some some nice insights that way, and it's not as stressful and it's more fun to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there was part of the issue with that was the fact that I was listening to you over the stream, not over the chat. So it was like it started off as being like pretty close, like a little bit, and then it, the delay was like super far and afterwards. So it yeah. kind of just got really bad after. The, yeah, that's another the thing I ended up. That's another thing I ended up changing was like instead of just uh, having my guests watch the stream. Uh, I've just been like I just sent them the links to the like Steam store page and then we just pretty much hit play at the same time to like watch it on our own mm -hmm. and then I'm still like streaming the video call with them so that I get their live reaction but they're also like watching it on their own and talking to me over the call so it's like it's in sync uh, it still feels a bit sketchy like I feel that I could probably come up with a better way to do it but at least it's like a slight improvement mm -hmm. yeah by the way, um, the YouTube video of the highlights from our stream is like my most viewed video of that kind of video so far. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's to do with the thumbnail because we have like some girl in a hot tub in the thumbnail. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we had the, the end of the waifus. We had the. Yeah, the end, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was the full anime talk that episode, yeah. Yeah. So, the yeah. Tangled videos. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly my most viewed video of the year so far so thanks for being a part of that what, what's, it was a bit... what how many views does it have i think it's over 200 now actually nice yeah my highest viewed video is over is like 220 something nice was yeah. that your lg review one or yeah the velvet nice. yeah but uh anyway that's where we're gonna end it with uh with this episode of the podcast i apologize again it, it we went a little bit deeper like into what we normally talk about but i thought it was 
an interesting topic about uh, Superman and everything like that. But and then we still kind of pulled pulled it back into a little bit of fun there. Uh, you know, we all everyone's seen How I Met Your Mother and everything, so I thought it was a good kind of turn into uh, How I Met Your Father or How I Met Your Dad, which was a weird <laughs> weird kind of parody thing that I'm glad no one actually liked. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, going back into uh, some old nostalgia again. So um, I really hope they do actually get into like a, a, a Pokemon stadium because I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. I'm I'm definitely like an- I like anime in general. Like I'm starting to really get into it, but like I didn't watch uh, Pokemon a whole lot as a kid. But I do like the some of the stuff. So let's hopefully they cross the fingers they do bring it in. But um, for more information on Brandon, the his information will be down below. Follow him on uh, Twitch if you want to hear his uh, reactions or reviews to new games coming out every week. Um, and this is going to actually be turning into more of a bi-weekly uh, podcast. There's just too much stuff going on for me right now. So I'm going to do it uh, twice a month now instead of uh, every week. But still keep your ears out. It still is going to be out uh, on Thursdays. Every, it's still going to be uh, out. Of, each episode is going to be uploaded on Thursday. So make sure to check it out on all the Spotify, Apple, and or Google, any of the places you listen to podcasts. Any last there words there, Brandon? Uh, no, I'm I'm excited for the new format. I'm excited for your new video project. And uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Alrighty then. Thanks everyone for listening, and we will uh, be back uh, not next week, but probably the week after. See ya. <laughs>